Welcome to Tear Out the Tags, the podcast brought to you by Embolden Label, a space where you will learn to remove the labels that are holding you back. Let's get started. My apologies on the Thursday episode. We had a little technical glitch and I didn't realize that the episode did not publish today. So you're going to have a little bonus and you'll have two to listen to today. So here is today's episode. I hope you enjoy. You know what's funny? My entire life I have had this really serious fear of being in the ocean. And I'm sure that like most kids from my generation, it is because of the movie Jaws. I remember seeing that movie and just being absolutely terrified of sharks. Now, I lived in Douglas, Wyoming at the time, and so I didn't really have to worry about being in the ocean at all or being afraid of sharks. But I remember as I got older, that irrational fear of sharks got worse. It got more intense and more extreme. And actually, not very long ago, about five years ago, I was in Maui for a good friend's wedding and we went out on a boat, a charter, and we went on a snorkeling trip. So we get out to this place called Molokini Island. It looks like a thumbnail, um, so kind of a moon shape in the middle of the ocean. And (laughs) the middle, not the middle, but you know, just off the coast there of Maui. And it's just a little island and it's protected this nature reserve and there's really beautiful fish there. So we get there and the captain says, this is one of the calmest days we've had. And there are very few days, but we can snorkel off the back of Molokini, which is kind of the non-protected part. It's, It's on the other side where there isn't this beautiful coral reef and it's a little more protected and the water is shallow. So me being absolutely terrified of the ocean and of sharks, I'm thinking, yeah, no thanks, I'm good. And of course, I'm in a group of probably 60 people. We were all there together. We were all having drinks and everybody talked me into it. So I decided I was going to do it. I was going to just get rid of this irrational fear. And it was whale season. So it was pretty cool because when you got in the water, you could hear whales and Um, Now, I have no idea. I don't know enough about the ocean to know if sharks hang out where whales are or vice versa. I'm sure the answer to that is no. I have heard that sharks don't hang out where dolphins are, or rather, dolphins don't hang out where there are sharks. But regardless, I'm thinking a lot and really overthinking how dangerous this is and am I going to get in this water and see a shark? And if I do, what am I going to do? So you can tell this is a fear of mine. I'm definitely panicking even talking about it. So I got in the water for a solid five minutes, if that, and all I could look at was this dark blue ocean underneath me and like this vast space that I couldn't see anything in, right? I'm like trying so hard to see and thinking, okay, I wonder how far I can see. I wonder if something approached me how how far would I see it coming? How long would I have to get back on the boat? And I'm telling you guys, like I have this irrational fear where I'm staying so close to the boat that I, I could practically just pull myself back up there if I wanted to, right? So um, I decide this is not worth it. I'm not having fun. I'm gonna get out of the water. So that wasn't really an adventurous trip. We saw nothing. We heard whales. But I do remember growing up seeing, you know, just Shark Week on Discovery Channel or Jaws, like I said, or different things about sharks. And often they would throw chum, like this bloody, chummy, nasty stuff into the water, fish bait. And then the sharks would kind of attack the chum and and 
be pulling at this meat and it was like an all-out battle for these sharks and I think all I can do is picture myself in the water in that situation feeling like I've got sharks just approaching me and attacking me from every angle and I think sometimes conflict can feel like this and social interactions can feel like this now I'm leading here because I want to talk today about extroversion and introversion. Now, the simple point of being an introvert or an extrovert is where you get your energy from. So you can be an introvert and get your energy from being alone, but show up a very social person. You can also be an extrovert and get energy from being around people and show up almost like an introvert. And then there's this middle ground where you're an ambivert. So depending on the situation, you might get your energy from being alone or you might get your energy from being with people, but you're kind of in the middle so you can go both ways and you need a little bit of both. In 2018, I took a normative assessment that revealed my level of extroversion and it is high. I mention it on the show all the time. I'm 96% extroverted. Now, I believe that assessments are an amazing tool to grow and learn. However, I don't think we can get super attached to those things. And I think sometimes if we don't recognize them for their faults as well as their strengths, then we aren't able to really move the needle and become better in our own lives. And it isn't about change. Like I want you to hear me say, this isn't about changing who you are. This is about showing up in a way that honors both you and who you are and also the people around you that you seek relationships with, at least if relationships are important to you, which we're humans and connection is what we are wired for. So I'm gonna assume that you want relationships. Now here's the thing, my extroverted tendencies and my desire for relationship are both my superpower and a major, major hindrance in my life. But I didn't recognize it right away. I had a coach who's actually been a guest on the show. He had an episode just a few weeks ago. His name is Ed Beard. If you haven't checked out his episode, I highly recommend going back and listening to it. He is a brilliant human being. So when we were working together, and Ed really has helped develop me as a coach, And there were some things about me that would have made me a really crappy coach. And he recognized that, but he would have never said that to me. He had to make me see that I had these tendencies that needed to be changed and shifted a little bit, at least in a situation where I am in a coaching role versus just showing up in my normal life. Now, he will call it a me monster. So Because I'm such an extrovert, I have a tendency to steal conversations. I'm highly uncomfortable with empty space in conversation and silence. And it is very common for an extrovert to fill that space. Now, right now, you're listening to this show. And if you're an introvert, you're like, oh, yeah, I know those people. They're so full of themselves. They have to be the party and they have to entertain everybody. And they're so annoying. Now, that might be true. It might be that type of personality trait. However, if you're an extrovert listening to this, you're thinking, I'm not like that. I don't need the attention. I don't go after that sort of entertainer factor. And that doesn't mean you're not a me monster. So if you are an extrovert and you're listening to this show, you are a shark and you are likely a me monster. So a me monster will simply steal conversation and it can be as innocent as someone telling you that they have a family member who was just diagnosed with cancer 
And your response to that is, oh, my so-and-so had cancer as well. So we as extroverts are really all about relating, but we can over-relate to the point where we steal something from someone who's sharing something with us, sharing depth or sharing heart or sharing a passion or even educating us. Now, extrovert to extrovert, if you are listening to the show and you get your energy from people, I am telling you, you are likely a shark if you haven't learned the tools to be able to reel yourself back and sort of give space for the people who need a second to jump in, who struggle to process quickly and really harness what they want to say and also are brave enough to compete with extroverts. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't see introverts as the chum in the water and us extroverts are sort of attacking those people. I see it more like, The prize, the success, the achievement, the creativity, all the things that we're all trying to accomplish in life, influence, inspiration, whatever you want to call it, whatever you're searching for and chasing after. I picture that as the chum. So here are the extroverts and we all believe that we can get the chum, right? We all believe we can just jump in, grab the space share our ideas and just really be aggressive in how we communicate. And we think introverts are weird because they're sitting on the sidelines and they're not they're not talking, they're not communicating, they're not joining in this fun energy that we all enjoy. But introverts aren't like us. They aren't going to just jump in the water and go after the chum. I picture the introverts being like the people on the boat with their mouths dropped open, watching us extroverts sort of tear apart this crazy chum. And they're like, oh, holy crap, I would never get in that water if it was the last thing that I did. Like, that is how I feel getting in the ocean thinking that there could be sharks in there, not necessarily even seeing sharks tearing apart some fish or something that has been thrown in the water. Now, here's the thing. As an extrovert, you have to care that you're a shark, and so many extroverts don't. So I have been in a lot of team meetings on Zoom throughout COVID, and I have learned a lot of tools to be able to level back and show up in a more introverted way in order to give introverts the space to show up and share their ideas and ask questions and just honor the ideas and the beliefs and the communication that they do have to share. But what I've noticed is I can't stand people that are like me. So now I've been an extrovert and I've also learned how to show up as an introvert. And the more I do that, the more I see how us sharks are just so frustrating and hard to be around and you cannot get a word in edgewise with a room full of extroverts. And so when I am in a group setting and there's about a 50-50 split, and you'll find this in a lot of team meetings because we tend to balance each other out. We have very different personality traits and we serve very different purposes on teams. So if you are part of a team, you are right now sort of taking an inventory of the people that you interact with on a daily basis and who's a shark and who's someone sitting in the boat. So you have a room full of people. We're all wired differently. Some of us are introverts, some of us are extroverts, and some of us are ambiverts. But we all have very different communication styles and we all have different comfort levels with silence. So what I've noticed about being a shark and being someone who will jump in and fill space in conversation 
is that you can't be talking and listening at the same time. So if you're constantly jumping in and filling space, you are likely not honoring and hearing the people on your team or the people in your family or the people around you at church or wherever you are because you're too busy talking. You're not asking questions and you're not being curious and you aren't listening. For my introverted friends that are listening, and I know there are many of you listening, I am sorry. I am sorry that us sharks don't always recognize that we are just thrashing around, making you terrified to jump in the water. And I encourage you to be bold. And as soon as that space opens, jump in. And I know that isn't natural for you. If you are an extrovert listening to this, I'm here with you. It is something I'm working on all the time. Take three seconds, three long seconds, when some space opens up in a group setting before you speak. It is okay to be the first one to speak if nobody else wants the floor. But if somebody wants to jump in, give them an opportunity to, because you would not believe how many introverts have mind-blowing, innovative, creative ideas, and they don't share them because they don't want to compete with the sharks, and they don't want to be in fear, in the water, with us thrashing around. I hope you've enjoyed this message today, and I hope that it honors where you are in your introversion or extroversion. And if anyone has any advice on getting over a fear of the ocean and sharks, feel free to shoot me an email at hello at emboldenlabel.com. That's E-M-B-L-D-N label.com. And you can always send me a message over on Instagram as well at tear out the tags. If you are enjoying the podcast, I would really appreciate a five-star review here on Apple if that is the service that you use. The more great reviews that we receive, the higher we go in the algorithm and the more people we reach with this message. We have a lot of really cool things coming in the show and I appreciate all the support and all the cheerleading that all of you give me every day here, Monday through Friday, when you come and listen to the podcast. I appreciate you. Have a great day.